everybody. you with the weekly Paley Report for January 11th of the Big 2023. It's happening now. The new year has begun. We are starting off. I feel like it's already happening. Gotta love the trees. Gotta love the trees. <laughs> it ain't just the river. It's the whole picture. I got two awesome Sabian symbols to share today. And, uh, yeah, those trees made me think of it. Anyway, uh, what's going on? Well, Mars goes direct tomorrow, but... I mean, it has been sitting at that same degree. It came back to like 8 degrees in a couple minutes uh, for like a long freaking time, really. Uh, 24 days it's been at the same degree. That's one of the Sabian symbols I'll be sharing. Uh, 8 degrees of Gemini plus. So I will read the ninth degree. Um, really from uh, New Year's Day till January 24th. Mars is just hanging out at that same degree, but it is slowly turning around. Obviously, it's not turning around. It's an optical illusion, but I'm not going into that. Sun is still up there in Capricorn, baby, moving in to conjunct with Pluto, but that's not going to be this week. I'll be talking about it next week. It's got a little bit to do with today's mantra. Mercury also is up there in Capricorn, still retrograde until next Wednesday. Okay, so yeah, we're really at the kind of, uh, yeah, dead zone. <laughs> Mars stationing, Mercury's gonna station after that, Uranus is gonna station, blah, 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 blah. And then it's gonna be full steam ahead. In the meantime, the moon is moving around. Uh, she's in Virgo today, uh, going to oppose Neptune, obviously, goes into Libra, uh, trying the sun tomorrow, uh, and then trying Pluto, right, uh, uh, and, then, and then she'll go into Scorpio, and, uh, you know, there's a lot going on here, uh, a lot of aspects with the moon, but I'm going to be reading the square, third quarter square. She's now waxing, no, waning, I'm sorry. She's getting smaller in the sky. We had that full moon, quite emotional, A, eh? full moon in Cancer. Did you pick up on that? Oh, my God. Lots to do with relationships these days, you guys. Uh, this Venus trying Mars, Venus is up there in Aquarius, and she is really wanting to shake things up. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about that. That trine is still uh, going on. And yesterday, Venus was square the moon's nodes. 10 degrees Aquarius to 10 Scorpio Taurus. There's a little swimming pool down there. Somebody built a little dam so I can jump in after I'm done working here. <laughs> What else? Venus squares Uranus on Saturday. Look out. Shake it up. Destabilize. Radicalize those relationships. 
can also have to do with money, sense of self-worth. Let me look at the camera and talk about it. All right, what's going on here besides the cicadas? <laughs> wow, it stops raining for a couple of weeks and now it's cicada time. I mean, if it's not the wind and then it's not uh, the rapids or the beach, it's the cicadas. I hope you can hear me and I'm going on whether you can or not. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about all kinds of stuff today, but you know, I mean, they're all related to the mantra a little bit, yeah? About, and this is Jupiter conjuncting Chiron in Aries. That's going to be going on for a month. So we're going to be talking about like, yeah, self-empowerment. Right now, the sun is in Capricorn along with Mercury and Pluto. This is get the job done. That's what the mantra today says. Yeah, you know. I've got it in me to get the job done. Boom, right? And Mercury, I didn't uh, mention in the aspects, it is going back to square Chiron again. It's in conjunct Mars, 150 degrees adjustment. Not a super easy aspect before it stations next week to go direct where it's going to do this. So it's basically aspecting Chiron and Mars through its whole station starting to go forward again and this is thoughts thinking business that Mars and Gemini I'm gonna read this station that's uh, effective this is the Sabian symbol for the ninth degree of Gemini where Mars is sitting from January 1st till January 24th and it relates to Capricorn it relates to the psychotics trying to take over the world Okay, it relates to getting the job done. It relates to conquest. Let's hear what Dane has to say. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is all, you can get this book, The Astrological Mandala. You can download the PDF off of my uh, website and I can put the link down in the notes. If you don't have it already or if you haven't bought the book, it's just book I think is out of print or it's like super expensive there's not very many copies around anymore but here we go yeah the the symbol you know what the psychic saw LC Wheeler saw for this ninth degree of Gemini is a quiver full of arrows the keynote he says is man's aggressive relationship to natural life as a basis for survival and conquest which also relates to the north node conjunct Uranus in Taurus the sign of survival yeah physical survival the bow and arrows represent symbolically our ability to extend the scope of our conquest of nature and to kill enemies in order to build a larger base for the collective development of a culture and an organized society. Implied in the symbol of the arrow is the piercing of a target. The mind is essentially a trans-piercing power. 
it goes through the object toward which it is aimed. It seeks to go through and beyond the obstacle in its path. And this usually implies the destruction of the obstacle. At a higher level, as in the Zen practice of archery, the obstacle is the ego. Again, we have very many different frequencies, octaves, or levels of expression of each one of these 12 archetypes of the zodiac, right? And so, you know, yes, we can, you know, at one level, this is piercing, you know, and destroying the ego. That's the Zen way. And in a lower level, okay, you know, it's, you know, conquest. Here we go. Let's, uh, at this phase, we, uh, you know, we are shown the archetypal symbol of man, the conqueror. This is Mars too, right, you know? It may be the conquest of outer nature or that of the instinctual drives and of the limiting power of the ego. It is always conquest. And this so relates to the other symbol for this month's, the third quarter square moon. I mean, I should, maybe I'll just go right into that and then kind of tie them together a little bit along with the mantra, okay? So this is Mars, and just get this sense, Mars is going direct tomorrow. So maybe Mars retrograde has been loading the bow, pulling back the string, getting ready to release that arrow, yeah? And when it goes direct, I'm telling you, the next three, four months, with all the planets direct, we are going to see the shit hit the fan. Wow. Yeah. In very many different ways. Hopefully, it's just each of us mastering our ego, getting obstacles out of our way. But on a global, collective level, it's conquest. It's a power grab. And we're going to see battles happening yeah for who's got the most the most money the most territory the most power the most food uh the most oil the most i mean yeah there's it's going to be a pretty much of a grab bag i think when mars goes direct here you know starting from this degree i mean this kind of sets the tone for the next two years of the mars cycle like whoa 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 <laughs> Now to bring it down to this monthly cycle of the moon, right? Third quarter square moon, and this is the 25th degree of Libra. And I like this one. This is much nicer. Yeah. The sight of an autumn leaf brings to a pilgrim the sudden revelation of the mystery of life and death. The ability to discover in every experience, every experience, <laughs> a transcendent or cosmic meaning. Yes, this is astrology.
this is the spiritual path. This is what it's all about. Let's check it out. <laughs> the mind open to the multifarious wonders of natural processes like, like this river, yeah? Because it sees everything with fresh eyes, not only witnesses simple facts, but pierces through like an arrow, right? Pierces through our consciousness, pierces through appearances and perceives the great rhythms of universal life. Without such a faculty, the aspirant to spiritual realities is always looking for elsewhere. Elsewhere. I think of Monty Python in search of the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah. We seek the Grail. Yet the spirit, life, God is ever present here and now. And every death is an omen of rebirth. Right? I've said it a million times. This is what astrology teaches us. This is what nature teaches us. Every death leads to a new birth. You know, every sunrise leads to a sunset. You know, I mean, every, it's a cyclical unfoldment of evolution. Yeah. And this goes from lifetime to lifetime with reincarnation. So, you know, as soul beings, we are, you know, forever dying and being reborn. And this also is what ties in with the mantra for this week. Yeah. That kind of came to me. There is sorrow involved with loss. And whether I win or lose, you know, we're playing the game. We're in the game. Whether we choose or don't choose, it is a choice. We are in the game. We are in the body. We are in the third dimension. We are on planet Earth. And we want to pierce through the veil. We want to pierce through the Maya. We want to pierce through the appearances. It's very trippy, right? Let me finish this. Yeah? So, here we've got this cosmic process. The implications, yes, of the four preceding stages are brought to a new state of consciousness, which is truly the spiritual state. It is a state of clear seeing or seeing through. This world is illusion only to the individual who cannot see through its phenomena and fails to apprehend the reality. These phenomena reveal even as they conceal it. I've struggled with this notion of, oh, this is all Maya, this is all illusion, you know, nothing really matters here, and that this is very real. When I 
trip on this rock and break my leg. I really experience pain. This is part of this Neptune in Pisces right now. Yeah, for the next couple years. The paradox. Apparently, canceling polarities coexist together in the same reality. Yeah. So yes, this is Maya and illusion. And no, this is not Maya and illusion. Number one, it's very real. And as the Sabian symbol is telling us, if we pierce through this third dimensional reality, we will find that behind the phenomena, there is a wisdom teaching. Jupiter, yeah, you know, wisdom teaching in everything that happens. And so we're talking today, we're talking about this cycle, we're talking about this Capricorn. You know, there's battles that are won and lost. There are wars that are won and lost. There are courtroom cases that are won and lost. I just read how they're taking, you know, the Biden administration to court, you know, for unconstitutionally uh, telling all of big tech to censor the narrative that's been going down. We can only hope that these types of court cases that are now coming up are going to bring a revelation of a deeper underlying, you know, covert attempt, right, to take over and rob individuals of their freedom of choice which is part of this human experience so yeah we're going to see a lot of different things but it's it also has a lot to do with revelation i think there's a lot of revelation coming and you can be experiencing a lot of revelation right now venus square uranus aha this relationship is showing me this this relationship is liberating me or I am liberating myself from this relationship or I'm in a place of conquest <laughs> yeah where I am wanting to you know start or overtake or deepen this relationship this Venus trine Mars that's going on right now I just did this relationship course it came out really great Part one of segment one. I can put a link to it down below. Part two is coming up on the 21st and the 22nd. You want to go for that. I think at the beginning of this uh, uh, Pele report, I'm, I'm going to put the, uh, uh, the chart that I used in my talk on the truth about 2023. Because I also wanted to just kind of make this uh, today's Pele report a little more personal, if I got enough time. Um, because yeah, you know this, you know this mantra. Let's check it out, right? I have what it takes to get the job done, even though sometimes it hurts. Because I know deep down inside that it's me who creates my worth. I mean, 
yeah, this kind of, this is my down, my morning download here, you know. I'm still trying to figure it out. I work with these mantras myself, and you can work with them through the week. Yeah, this, you know, this is really about Capricorn. This is really about Uranus conjunct the North Node in Taurus, the sign of self-worth. And this getting the job done, it's like, you know, moving forward, deciding, making choices that sometimes hurt. Yeah, you know, yes, I love you, but this relationship is no longer working. And, and there's a loss. And it hurts. But you got to get on and, mo and move on. Yeah. You know, living in this country is no longer working for me. I have to move. I have to say goodbye. And it hurts. You know, Venus squaring the moon's nodes is saying that we have to let go of our past Scorpio soul contracts or unions in order to move forward into this North Node in Taurus, which is realizing my own, you know, my own ability to love myself, to, to maintain, you know, to take care of myself, to be comfortable here on Earth, to succeed, you know, to, to find wealth, to receive. Yeah, this is Uranus North Node in Taurus. And so sometimes this breaking away, this saying goodbye, this moving forward, it hurts. It's painful. And you can feel like you're hurting other people. Or other you know, or you can feel like other people are hurting you. But we're all moving now, like I said, you know. This note is staying transiting through Taurus until July and then it goes into Aries which is going to be even more moving forward so to get a little more personal who's this really affecting uh, we want to and understand wherever there's loss there's grief you want to go through the five or seven stages of grief they include, you know, uh, negotiating with God to keep it or get it back. <laughs> and then maybe anger where it doesn't come back. Okay. You know, and then withdrawal or depression. And then, you know, find, I mean, coming down that river, down those rapids to some calm. That's a nice pool behind me gonna be nice <laughs> but let me talk about who's getting it man who's getting it well I'll tell you I'm gonna start with you know uh, the youngest people right around 30 years ago if you're around 30 you're getting your Saturn return right now late Aquarius early Pisces blocks stops obstacles challenges Boom, yeah, those born, you know, 30 years ago. 
1993. Anybody born in 1993? You're getting your Saturn, yeah. And Saturn rules grief. Yeah, Saturn rules, you know, some serious, sober reflection on where I have been and where I want to go. And I need to make some choices to move towards a new goal. Yeah. Also, those, you know, who were born in 78. Yeah, if you're around 44 years old, you were born with Saturn, you know, in late Leo, early Virgo. And that's boom. Okay. Relationship, business partner, other partner, the world at large or the boss or whatever, you know, uh, where things are, yeah, really need to make a change there. Really need to decide if you want to stay on the course you're on can get pretty serious. Saturn can be kind of depressing sometimes. And if, uh, you know, Venus or the moon are involved, it can be kind of lonely, have to do with relationships, also have to do with money challenges. Yeah. So those born in 78 or so, you're 44 years old, getting that. Who else? Yeah. Neptune square Neptune. If you're 37 to 39 years old, you guys born between 81 and 83, you're getting a Neptune square Neptune. And this is a very confusing time where things are very unclear and very uncertain. And, you know, it's like quicksand or fog or, you know, who am I and where am I going? I, you know, you know, this is a good time for you to like take a step back, go on retreat, go within, shoot that arrow through your ego. <laughs> Yeah, meditate, silence, do art, music, and dance. It's not a real good time for, you know, making big decisions, choices, or changes, but doing an inward listening, yeah, in preparation. You're getting spiritualized. Open that crown chakra, and it'll come clear, but, you know, it's, it's a two, three-year transit with Neptune. And... It's very interesting because this is also with you that who are from 38 to 40, you're getting Pluto square Pluto. Yeah. 82 to 84, you were born with Pluto in late Scorpio. I mean, uh, late Libra, early Scorpio. And this is, you know, this is that whole kind of midlife transition <clears throat> happening for everybody born between 81 and 84 getting Neptune square Neptune, Pluto square Pluto. Yeah, this is a big crux for you guys. Yeah, pretty intense. Pluto square Pluto is a time of deep metamorphosis of your emotional, sexual, relationship, yeah, nature of, yeah, and which way your soul really wants to go. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a very powerful time of change. And you may need to confront in order to break out. You got to shed your skin, peel the banana. Big opening for you people, but it can hurt. So the mantra for this week is really for you guys. Yeah. Who else? 
You guys born between 78 and 79, 43 to 44 years old, you're getting Uranus opposite Uranus. Yeah? You were born with Uranus and Scorpio. And now, midlife, man. Right? 43, 44. Boom. Time to rebel, to liberate yourself, to go alternative, to break free, to start the revolution. And that can hurt. Maybe you don't want to traumatize other people. You don't want to hurt anybody. But you got to cut the cords and you got to break free. And that's not, you know, it's not easy to be the bad guy. A lot of times, Uranus is the bad guy. Yeah, Pluto is the bad guy. So, look at that one. And who else? Well, Chiron, if you were born in 71, if you're around 51 years old, you're in your Chiron return. And it's time to empower yourself. And it's time to own your desires. And it's time to in engage your will. And be a little more selfish than you've been in the past. Because part of your past has been a fear of being shamed or made to feel guilty around speaking up for yourself, standing up for yourself, doing what you want, when you want, how you want, boom. I encourage you people to like really step into becoming an elder, taking responsibility for your choices, making choices, and becoming more autonomous and breaking free. So we can see this is a time period where there's a lot of shedding. There's a lot of letting go. A lot of letting go of what was once secure. What was once normal. What was once supporting me is no longer. So yeah, it's a little scary for everybody. <laughs> You, baby. Ow. You got this, though. Just keep on, repeat this mantra, man. Write it on your mirror or something, you know. I have what it takes to get the job done. <laughs> Even though sometimes it hurts. Because I know deep down inside that it's me who creates my worth. May you create a life that you love, that turns you on, that turns on the world, that inspires future generations, we are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the seeds of a new paradigm. We've got this. <laughs> You've got this, man. So we got to step it up. And you may need to take an arrow out of your quiver and shoot through the Maya. Shoot through the illusion. Find your truth. And fucking go for it. <laughs> Namaste. Pura vida. So much love.